Church Audio, striving to introduce people to Jesus through scripture, biblical instruction, and prayer with authenticity and vibrancy. You don't need to know anything about the Bible. Just sit back, relax, and let God do the rest. Please consider subscribing to this podcast and leave a rating and review. And please consider supporting this ministry through a tax-deductible donation at mountainview.church. That's mountainview.church slash give. Now here's this week's message. Have you heard the phrase, count your blessings? Perhaps you've used this phrase to reflect on your life and be thankful for what you have. According to idiomorigins.org, count your blessings was coined in a hymn, a spiritual song, entitled Count Your Blessings by an American, Johnson Oatman, in 1867. The key lyrics to the hymn are found in the chorus. They say, count your blessings, name them one by one, and it will surprise you what the Lord has done. Counting our blessings is a positive thing to do, to acknowledge how God has blessed us and find contentment in that, but it kind of stops there. What if we made a slight shift to that popular phrase? What if we shared our blessings instead of just counting them? Again, what if we shared instead of counted? How much more impact would it have? Not just on other people, but on us. What would happen to our hearts and minds if we made a conscious choice this year to share our blessings? This would be a year of selfless strategy. Instead of starting the new year with a new you, you could make a choice to say, new year, less me. And together, we could make this year a selfless year. Today's scripture reading can be found in Luke chapter 3, verses 10 to 16. And the crowds asked him, what then shall we do? And he answered them, whoever has two tunics is to share with him who has none. And whoever has food is to do likewise. Tax collectors also came to be baptized and said to him, Teacher, what shall we do? And he said to them, Collect no more than you are authorized to do. Soldiers also asked him, And we, what shall we do? And he said to them, Do not extort money from anyone by threats or by false accusations, and be content with your wages. As the people were in expectation and all were questioning in their hearts concerning John, whether he might be the Christ. John answered them all, saying, I baptize you with water, but he who is mightier than I is coming, the straps of whom sandals I am not worthy to unite. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. Over the holidays, there may have been a quiet moment of reflection. When you looked back at the previous year, and counted all the blessings that you received. Hopefully, you had a great year. And as you reflected, you were filled with thankfulness and contentment. These moments of reflection are important for us. It's a good thing to count our blessings. But then what? It ends there, doesn't it? When I count my blessings, that impact stays with me unless I do something with it. Because counting a blessing ends with me but sharing a blessing starts with me. Again, counting a blessing ends with me, but sharing a blessing starts with me. And maybe you're wondering, well, how does this work, Jeremy? How does it work in my day-to-day life? 
let's look at it another way. There's a big difference between being thankful or being a thankful person and being a resourceful person. Both are great qualities, but they're very, very different. Consider the root of each word. Being full of thanks is a positive thing. If you're thankful, you're likely a happy and content individual. Being full of resources is also a positive thing, but with a catch based on how you decide to use those resources. Let's unpack this a bit more as it relates to this week's scripture passage. If you don't have a Bible, you can visit Bible.com, text Bible to the number on the screen, and we'd be happy to mail you a Bible in time, of course. Uh, If you're in-house right now, you'll find a Bible underneath the seats in front of you. Okay, and today we are going to a passage in Luke. Uh, Luke is one of the gospel accounts in the New Testament. If you're unfamiliar with where Luke is, you can always just uh, look in the table of contents in the front of the Bible, find the page number, and then you want to go to the big number three, the chapter number three, and we're going to look at a deeper dive into verses 10 through 16. Okay, so while you're turning there, I would like to give you some context. At this moment, in at this time, this scripture, uh, there's a man by the name of John the Baptist. And he was a prophet sent before Jesus, calling people to prepare for his arrival and ministry. Jesus was the Messiah that God's people had been waiting for for over 400 years. In preparation, John was calling them to repentance. And as part of the repentance, he called them to an act of humility called baptism. Not that the water they were being baptized in had special power. Baptism was a symbolic declaration that they want to be cleansed of their sin and they want to start a new way of life, again, in preparation of their hearts for the Messiah. This was a big deal. And at this time, masses amounts of people were coming forward and being baptized. But it wasn't just people who wanted to follow God or who had followed God before. There was tax collectors who typically cheated people out of money. There was soldiers who used their authority to extort people. For, and, and they were all coming to John, repenting of their sin and being baptized. Then something interesting takes place. After their baptism, they still had questions of the heart. They repented, but then they're like, oh, now what? What do I do to prepare for the Messiah? What more can I do? They wanted to know how the best way was to prepare for the coming of Jesus. How could they get ready? Okay, with that in mind, let's read our passage. Let's first read Luke 3, 10 and 11. Luke 3, verses 10 and 11. And the crowds asked him, this is John the Baptist, they're asking, asked him, what then shall we do? And he answered them, whoever has two tunics is to share with him who has none. And whoever has food is to do likewise. Remember that this is taking place in the first century of Judea, a a commodity-based culture. Goods and services are as crucial as monetary resources. John speaks into his culture as ways for them to prepare for Jesus. He's saying if you have more than one of something, Give the other one away to a person who needs it. He's saying, if you have extra, this 
at this moment, it's food, but whatever, if you have extra, share it with someone who needs it. How would this look in our culture? You know, it makes me think, and, and if I think about possessions, uh, I immediately go to the Facebook buy and sell pages that are all over the place. I'm sure you si- sold some stuff on that, bought some stuff on that. But a lot of times those pages are titled free as well. This week, I've been convicted as I prepared, if I have extra stuff, maybe I need to lean more towards just giving it away free uh, than trying to sell it. And regarding food, extra food, the White Horse Food Bank or your local food bank, if you're listening or watching elsewhere, is always accepting donations of any extra food we might have. This is assuming the food hasn't gone bad. And so... I know for us in Whitehorse, in our city, Whitehorse Food Bank is on mission to provide emergency food to people who need it. And so if we have extra, they'll get it into the hands of the people who need it. Let's come back to our passage. Remember that John is preparing the people for something new, the coming of Jesus. Let's read a couple more verses. Let's scroll down to verses 15 and 16. Again, Luke 3, verses 15 and 16. As the people were in expectation and all were questioning in their hearts concerning John, whether he might be the Christ, John answered them all saying, I baptize you with water, but he who is mightier than I is coming. The strap of whose sandals I am not worthy to untie. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. The people were in great anticipation and wonder, so much so that they started to think maybe John's the Messiah, but John set them straight right away. John knew that he was nothing in comparison to Jesus, who was the son of God, fully human, yet fully divine. John knew that he could never carry out the perfection and authority of Jesus. John knew that he could never provide the forgiveness and freedom from sin that Jesus would provide. Nevertheless, the people were in anticipation. They were excited about this new era of hope that was dawning. As we reflect on that, it's helpful to ask ourselves, am I in anticipation for what Jesus is going to do in my life? How will Jesus impact my life in this new year? Maybe a new era. Perhaps you're new to the church or Christianity, you're just checking things out and you've been searching for Jesus. You've been on a faith journey. Maybe you've been waiting for him and you finally feel like he's calling out to you, that God's Holy Spirit is moving inside of you. This new year, how are you preparing for Jesus? How are you anticipating the Messiah to work in your life? Is he calling you to give your life to him? Is he calling you to be baptized and publicly declare that you follow him? Or is he calling you to something very practical like we're talking about today, to share your blessings with others? How are you preparing for Jesus? So with that in mind, let's come back to our core thought that counting my blessings ends with me, but sharing my blessings starts with me. This is a personal question, of course, but what about our local church? How will Mountain View Church share its blessings? Well, we've kind of already started, and for that, I need to thank you. So many of you who call Mountain View their church home, you already shared your personal blessings this Christmas. 
On Christmas Eve, you donated over $9,000 through our First Gifts initiative. Those resources are forwarded directly to two local charities, the White Horse Food Bank and the Women's Transition Home. But you did more than that. In the month of December, you donated over $30,000 to support Mountain View operating costs, which help us do this. And right now, right here, these cameras, this audio, all this stuff, as well as our staffing that works behind the scenes and in front of the camera like I do, and all the ministry projects that we have going on all the time. So as last year ended, you had already shared so many blessings with our community and this local church. So thank you so much for your generosity. But at Mountain View, we wanna do more. We wanna keep blessing our city. So if you're able and willing, January will bring new opportunities, new opportunities for you to share your blessings. Over the next couple of weeks, we'll be teaming up with an outreach team from Village Church in Vancouver. They'll be coming up for Share the Light Week to address some of the struggles associated with what's called Blue Monday. Maybe you don't know what that is. Well, Blue Monday is the third Monday in January, dubbed Blue, over a decade ago by mental health professionals who noticed a trend that depression, anxiety, substance abuse, and even suicide all increased during this time of year. The nostalgia of Christmas and New Year's is gone. Credit card bills are piling up. Holiday services, volunteerism, goodwill have turned into compassion fatigue. And for those of us living in the North, all of these issues are compounded by the dark and cold of winter, which can take a serious toll, especially on our thoughts and emotions. Share the Light is a week of projects and gatherings designed to both bless those who need help and who are struggling, but also to train and support the friends and family members of those in need. If you're interested in Share the Light Week, there are dozens of ways to support this initiative or to get involved. To donate materials, supplies, or services, visit mountainview.church slash share the light. That's mountainview.church slash share the light. To donate financial support, visit mountainview.church slash give. Again, financial support, mountainview.church slash give. To finish off, I'd like to read one last passage written by the Apostle Paul to the church in the region of Philippi. So if you still have your Bibles with you, uh, go from Luke further back uh, towards uh, the book of Philippians. The book of Philippians. And we want to go to Philippians chapter 2. Philippians chapter 2. And I want to read verses 4 through 8. Philippians 2, 4 through 8. Here's what it says. Let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. Have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped. But he emptied himself by taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men, and being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Remember that all of our sharing begins with Jesus. He is the one who set the standard, who set the greatest example of sharing a blessing by giving up his perfection as God, then laying down his life 
to make a way for us to be saved from sin. Every single one of us has a sin nature. The wrong we do in our heart and mind, our words and actions, all of it separates us from a holy God. On the cross, Jesus took that sin, took the sin of the world upon himself, becoming the perfect sacrifice. He died and was buried. But the story doesn't end there. He rose again three days later, overcoming the grave and overcoming sin and darkness, bringing a new era, a way for human beings to be redeemed and brought into right relationship with God and receive the gift of God's Holy Spirit. Soon after, Jesus ascended to heaven with the promise to return at a future time. And we who follow Jesus are waiting in great anticipation for the dawn of that era. That being said, God is still very much at work at this time, in this time of waiting. His Holy Spirit is moving, and perhaps He's moving in you. As you dive into this new year, remember that whether you're counting or sharing blessings, both of them begin with Jesus. Whether you're counting or sharing your blessings, both of them begin with Jesus. Lean into Him, accept His message, receive the Holy Spirit, and start living the selfless life that He calls us to. That life can and will have an incredible impact on our world. Make this year a selfless year. Let's pray. Dear Father, I thank you for this passage, uh, both of these passages we read. Thank you that uh, John the Baptist was sent by you uh, to make a way for the Messiah, for your son. Thank you that he called people to repentance and in a way calls us to repentance and calls us to look at what we have and to share it, to not just take stock of it and be thankful, which is a beautiful thing, but that we might use what you've given us for others, to bless them, but ultimately for your glory. I thank you for sending your son Jesus, that he made the ultimate sharing of a blessing, the ultimate sacrifice on the cross to make a way for us to return to you, to right relationship with you, and to be redeemed, restored, that even though we still have this sin nature, that we'd be forgiven. Father, if there's anyone listening to this that doesn't know you, that hasn't accepted your salvation plan through your son Jesus, I pray that they would draw them to yourself, that they might receive the Holy Spirit and continue in life, but in a new era, in a new way, following Jesus. And ultimately, upon his return or the death, they might enter heaven, enter eternity with you in glory. We ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Now let's move on to prayer and discussion groups. Um, we want to do this because we don't just want you to watch this, listen to this, and then kind of walk away as just content. We want connection and community to be built. So whether you're watching at home with some other people, you can discuss and pray together. You can drop comments in the feed, uh, wherever you're watching. And if you're in-house, obviously, you can get together with some people uh, in the auditorium. So right now, I want you to take some time with your household, which may include your spouse, family members, maybe roommates, whoever's there, get together and uh, let's go through three different points of prayer and discussion. So first, take some time as a household and count your blessings. Write down 
three to five assets or resources that your household um, has access to or possesses, okay? So again, count your blessings. As a household, write down three to five assets or resources. Once you've done that, go to prayer. Pray about your blessings. As a household, spend some time praying and obviously thanking God for the blessings you've been given, but asking him, how will I use or how should I use, how should our household use these assets or resources? So pray about your blessings. And last but not least, make a decision to share your blessings. Make a commitment to use a portion of your assets and resources this week for someone who's in need. Ask God to maybe provide that person, put them in your way, in your direction, or, or just bring them to mind, whoever that is. But this week, make a commitment to share your blessings. Okay, so once again, those three things are count your blessings, pray about your blessings, and share your blessings. Thank you so much for watching or listening, and thank you for being a part of Mountain View Church. We're so glad you're here, so thankful you're a part of this journey of faith with us. If you have any questions, comments, let us know, reach out to us. We wanna be helpful, we, we wanna be prayerful, we wanna be there for you, so make sure you let us know. Otherwise, we'll see you next week as we continue this selfless journey. A new year, less me. A new year, bless you, bless us. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening to Mountain View Church Audio. If you've given your life to Jesus today or would like to join, serve, or support Mountain View Church, please let us know at mountainview.church connect. That's mountainview.church connect. Have a blessed week.